0: This episode is going to touch up on a bunch of random, unconnected subjects. You got it, girl.
1: you got it,
0: girl. Welcome to our podcast. This is the podcast nobody asked for, and I'm your co-host Kiyoki. and I'm your co-host Chloe. Today, I want to talk about female empowerment. You know why? Because oftentimes, I see men degrading beautiful women on the internet, and I am just so irritated. I mean, I'm so tired to the point where I'm literally laying in bed while filming this with the lights off. <laughs> Am I right, Chloe? (laughs) Yep. So, let's get right into the subject. Should we, Chloe? Yes. Yes, we should. Okay. Well, in class, we read this article called Laziness Does Not Exist. And in this article, the author goes about explaining why they don't believe laziness is a real thing. And they go on to describe these unseen barriers. Am I correct, Chloe? Yes. Yes. So by unseen barriers, they mean things like that prevent students from getting their, their assignments done. The author did not believe that their students were lazy. To be frank, the author actually believed that the students were actually facing some troubles that may not be as apparent as you'd think. So for example, a student might turn in assignments late, might not show up to class, but the true question is why aren't they doing it? It's not just because they're lazy, but why is it that they're not going to class? Why aren't they turning in their assignments on time? What's stopping them from doing that? And more often than not, the author explains that oftentimes, especially in like classes that include a lot of writing. Students are extremely self-critical of themselves, and they, most people decide to not do the work in order to avoid the stress that it provokes, if that makes sense, because a lot of people have the fear of failure. They, they fear that if they try and they fail, that, you know, that all their effort would go without merit, you know? And other people are afraid to try for that same reason because they are extremely critical and the more they write the more the more over critical they are about themselves and their writing and you begin thinking you especially I I mean I experienced this a lot as a as a student and I have lit I have the language arts right now and when I'm writing I find that oftentimes I feel so horrible about my writing. Like, I'll sit there and just critique every aspect of it. And oftentimes, I also find myself procrastinating my assignments because I just don't want to deal with the stress it gives me. And some people may call it laziness, but others may find this to be true. Laziness may not be a real thing. I actually find myself to be agreeing with the author because well, wow. some people may say, well, why aren't you doing your assignments? In reality, there's always a reason behind it. You know, oftentimes my mom, she'll wake me up in the morning. She's like, why are you sleeping in so much? Blah, 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 and complain about how I always sleep in. But in reality, it has to do with the fact that I stay up late doing my homework. I'll, I'll stay up until 3 a.m. sitting in front of a computer screen and finishing my home, my assignments ahead of time. Because I feel pressured to do so because I do not do well with stress. So, oftentimes, I like to get assignments just done. So, I'll sit down and for a whole day just do homework non-stop. And I won't get up or anything until I'm done. And oftentimes, that results in me, like, forgetting to eat or sleeping in than I should, more than I should and many other things, and oftentimes my mom may be like, oh, well, you're just being lazy, why aren't you getting up, you know, the typical adult spiel, but what they don't realize is that a lot of teenagers, like, there's reasons why we wake up late, it's not just because we choose to, but it's because our bodies are so tired of this, what seems to be an eternal environment where we just work and work and work nonstop. like, School is just so demanding from us, and it's honestly so draining, both physically and mentally. What do you think, Chloe? It really is draining, and you can especially tell because as we are recording this, we are laying down in a bed. If you guys don't find our bodies, but you find this recording, just now, that a ghost killed us. Chloe, did you even, like, read the article? I did. I actually did. I sat there for, like, two hours today because I kept accidentally going on TikTok. Instead of it. But yes, I did read it. And I thought it was very interesting. I definitely feel like mine is just laziness because I don't want to start it. I don't know why you don't want to start it. Well, I think maybe you're just, like, too afraid to face the stress it gives you. That's why I'm wondering. I don't really know. There's what? always these unseen barriers. The author also mentioned... That they that most homeless people they rely on addiction to get through their everyday life most of them don't have three meals a day and so th- some may li- light a cigarette so that they can make the hunger go away so that nicotine you know relieves their pain and relieves their hunger and for and as well as drinking I mean for a while they're dr- Alcohol tends to numb your body, and it just relieves you of any stress, I guess you could say. And apparently it also helps keep you warm, which is helpful for homeless people when they don't have much to keep them warm at night. But overall, it is very easy to get caught up on the whole stereotypical homel- homeless person and to start believing that they are lazy. But in re- but if you take a step back and you look at their situation, you start to realize why these people are the way that they are. I mean, heck, I'd probably develop an addiction too if I was homeless. But I'm glad to say I've never smoked or drank in my life. Anyways, Chloe, what do you think of the article? I thought it was very interesting. I like how it mentioned... Um, how people have their own mental issues. More specifically, it mentioned anxiety and depression because it does affect your day-to-day and your productivity each day because it gives you these ideas that you can't do day-to-day tasks like going to school, getting your work done, coming home, or even just getting up in the morning and getting out of bed. Indeed. Honestly, I'm afraid I'll be homeless in the future. Like, man, I'm just such a lazy person. I'm kidding. It's unseen <laughs> barriers. <laughs> when, when, I swear, when my parents ask me, like, why don't you have a job yet? And I'm in my 30s. I'm going to be like, it's my unseen barriers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my, I'm kidding, you guys. I actually have a job right now. I'm a cashier. And Chloe, what are you? I don't know. I'm a service worker at McDonald's. I love my job. Go go to McDonald's and get some food. The article was actually kind of interesting. In that. It was. Yes. My favorite part was when the the psychologists is that what they are? A psychologist? I think so. Yes, yeah, social psychologists. Yes. They began speaking about how their colleagues, other college professors, were pretty much so proud of the fact that they kept failing all of their students. Like, imagine being a teacher, and your job is to teach people and get them to pass their class and learn in order for them to form a career, but then you're the opposite of that. You're just proud of the fact that all your students fail your your classes, and that you never have any mercy on any of them. Have no exceptions, no nothing. Like, jeez, man. And that's why we appreciate you, Chris, because like you have the 48 hour grace period thing. Like honestly, life happens. Sometimes I just want to I just sit down and cry in front of my computer screen because it's just so overwhelming. And so I just feel so unmotivated some days, and sometimes I just need to relax and sit back and watch a movie or two or three. Exactly. I so badly want to just like take a whole day to relax, but I'm scared I'm going to be too far behind in school to catch back up. If I do that. But I just want to take a whole day to relax or hang out with some friends. You know what? Let's actually talk about this. Because it does sort of tie into the whole unseen barrier, barriers yes. thing. Like, Chloe and I are active criers. By active criers, I mean we cry almost every day. It's great, though. Yes. Really helps relieve your emotions. It does. I think I'd rather cry than just bottle my emotions up and... It just feels so good to cry, and then afterwards you just feel so fulfilled, so relieved. Sometimes I'll sit in front of the screen, I'll sit there frustrated and so worried about whether or not I'm going to do good on it, and just so frustrated because I feel like it's so much work and I have so little time. Then I'll sit and cry, and then I'll come back later, and I feel just fine. In reality, we need to face these issues. Mental illnesses, depression, and anxiety are real things. And people need to start acknowledging them. And I think, especially because of social media, we're getting better at acknowledging their existence and being more understanding. But a lot of the older generation, I feel like they... Don't accept it as reasoning. Yeah, or being real. Yes. Oftentimes, they'll just excuses excuse it off as being lazy. When you tell your parents, oh, I can't do my schoolwork because I feel very depressed and I just my brain won't allow me to because I'm feeling this type of way. And then when they hit you back with the, you're just being lazy boy. When they hit you back with that, you just, uh, just want to die a little. Exactly. But I'm going to be honest here, guys. I actually have anxiety. And I believe Chloe has anxiety yes, as well. Many forms. Yes. I have this, I, I go to counseling for it and I have anxiety and I am working through it, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it can be a little tough and sometimes it's like, it's not even there. It's, my brain is just so weird. Sometimes it flops and sometimes it's just superhero, my dude. Yeah, um, I actually cried earlier today. This is why we're in the dark, because my eyes hurt from crying. But it's okay. It's I feel, okay. I feel better now. I was uh, on TikTok, and then looking at cool TikToks, and I felt better. I really want to dive into this, about me- mental illnesses and such. Um, first of all, I want to make it clear that anxiety and depression are real things. They are real. They're not excuses for being lazy. They are real, and we need to acknowledge them. Second of all, it is okay to not be okay. I know that this is probably annoying because people have probably heard this a million times, but it really is. It's okay to not be okay. Yes, yeah, so I actually have this anxiety disorder. I forgot what it's called. Please don't judge me. Like, I, I don't know. I just know I'm a very anxious person. But I just know that things that trigger my anxiety are things like when people, like, raise their voice at me or when I feel like... I'm going to disappoint people because I'm very much a perfectionist. I think this has to do a lot with being a perfectionist. And I don't like to disappoint people. And I'd love to just be that one person who gets everything right. Insert Radio Rebel here. Okay, but I'm so used to just nailing everything first try. And when I came to the conclusion that I just wasn't good at sports, that was so tough on me. I was like, wow. Because everything I do, I usually just nail it. I'm, I'm just so great at everything because I'm just that person. I'm just that bad bitty. But apparently my body said no sports. Oh, yeah. I'm working on getting my license, actually, guys. Uh, I had my, I've had my permit for about a... Oh, my God. Story time. So <laughs> when I s- signed up for Driver Said, I obviously needed to go get my permit. And when I went to go get my permit, they actually couldn't give it to me because apparently the government messed up and they gave me two different ID numbers. So peop- so ob- the D M V was like, we can't do this because your name ap- appears listed after two different ID numbers and therefore on-, on our system database, it looks like you're two different people. So we can't just give you a permit. And I was like, bruh, I, st- I start driver's ed like tomorrow. And they were like, well, bro, we can't do it. And I was like, bruh. So then after a hard, long time, they eventually figured it out. And then they said that they were going to send it in the mail. And I was like, okay, cool. And in the meantime, they gave me a temporary permit. And I waited, and like a month went by, and my permit did not arrive. And my mom had a call, and then they told her that apparently there had been like a delay because they were having... Some FBI, they were investigating and determining whether or not I was two people or one. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, she's two people. What? (laughs) Anyways, I ended up getting my permit, but that was already on its own. That was a struggle. And then I would go to driver's ed and then I would go on my drives. And I was just terrible. Like, driving was just not my thing. But... To be honest, my mom or my parents, just in general, they never bothered to take me on practice drives, so I also blamed them. Yeah, and then I postponed taking my driver's test because I was not confident. And I recently scheduled it for next week because I realized that my permit was going to expire and I was like, bro, I need to take this test. And so then I, re- I scheduled it for next week and I've been freaking out about learning how to drive. And I'm really bad at driving. And people yell at me when I drive. Like, it sucks, guys. Would not recommend. If you're a bad driver, stick to Uber. Thanks. Chloe should talk about how rich she is. She's technically kind of rich. From her dad's side. Um. Chloe's rich on her dad's side from her, well, her parents are divorced. Her mom is big poor. Yes. But her dad's big rich. So, right now we're at her dad's house. And when we're at her house, I feel rich. (laughs) <laughs> and then when I fear her when I'm at her house I feel poor. But it's okay. I'm poor on my own, so it's okay. I actually like her mom's house. It's so much cosier. I know, and she wants to move so bad. I'm like, no, ma'am. No, with a heart. Chloe has these the cutest dogs. Ever. Ever. They're, they're so cute. Sorry, Chris, that these are really random topics. I hope you enjoy listening to our opinions though. But yes, actually tying back into subject, this is an unseen barrier. You might wonder, why are these two girls crying over homework? You know what? Because it is hard. It is. It is hard. We both want to achieve great things, and in order to do that, we need to get good grades. And in order to get good grades, you have to put in a lot of work. And in order to put in a lot of work, you need to have a lot of time. But if you don't have a lot of time, you have to cram all that work into a little bit of time and somehow make it work. I don't think I could express this enough. We are 16, okay? We are children still. We are 16 and we are having to do college work. Like, yes, that's our choice. I completely understand that, but we have to handle three college classes plus a high school class. And I know that a lot of, a lot of college students, like regular college students have I don't know how many classes, like five or six or something. And so we technically have less classes than a college student. But it's still hard for us because... You're trying to graduate from high school and college at the same time, so you need to somehow organize your classes to where you can earn the credits you need for college and the credits you need for high school. Exactly. And you end up taking classes that you really don't want to take, but you have to take them. Like for my degree, I have to take an accounting class, and I am struggling with it so much. That's probably... Yeah, that's the class I've cried the most over. Yes, I can confirm she's cried to me on Snapchat, over Snapchat or FaceTime. It's great. But you know what makes it better? Shout out to Burger Rail. <laughs> he mentioned something about the Salas book thingy. What, what is it called? Oh, yeah, what is it? S-A-L-A-S? Yes, it's what apparently... he. He said that it's like a book LCC publishes each year and people oh, with yeah. art can, students can publish art in it or as well as like free rights and stories and whatever. I was thinking of writing a depressive poem. Chess. Yes. Chess. Chess. Oh, oh, I have a poem I wrote for Chloe. Wait, wait, wait. I forgot what it was called. Wait, do you mean the one that... Mm-hmm, uh, from Hunter? Yes. What was it? It was something about a fork. I remember that. I was chewing off fork and I tripped and fell and died or something. I have a friend named Chloe. Her ponytail is very flowy. She choked on the fork. <laughs> and she was being a dork and choked on the fork. I oh yeah, know. she was being a dork and choked on the fork. There's no more flowy Chloe or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that until I started talking about it. <gasps> Chess. R.I.P. Chloe. 2018? 2018. Oh my god. Back when life was good. Yes. See, all of these are unseen barriers. Like, we keep getting sidetracked because there's so many things we're interested in, but also, like, so many things we don't want to do. Exactly. Like, and not to include my anxiety, like, oof. oof, And Chloe's paranoia combined. Especially because we're sitting in a dark (sighs) room. Disclaimer. We are not dead. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Actually, you know, one thing I want to talk about is how I really want to cancel Jacob, Chloe's brother. So, I know that Chris Tower, like, like he was probably fascinated by Jacob. He's like, wow, he's so smart. But in reality, he is extremely. He said many things that I had to cut out. I cut out almost a half hour, I think. Or about a half hour. But he just says a, little, a lot of things that are a little iffy. Yeah, they're a little iffy. Oh, let's talk about Chloe's mom and how she's an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, my mom is an entrepreneur. Um, if you live near us, please buy from her place. She will be there with sale items at the Farmer's Market um, on the last weekend of the Farmer's Market. I don't know when that is, but the last weekend of the Farmer's Market, she will be there, and all of her items are on sale. But she's an entrepreneur. Um, she has been like her whole life. She worked for many restaurants and then she eventually opened her own within a mill. And that did really well until the mill's- the mill's owner's wife wanted to take over. And so of course there's some biased opinions in there. And my mom got kicked away from it. Which was very sad because there was yummy food. And then she started her own restaurant again. And it was doing really good. And then she had to sell it for personal reasons and it ended up to these two unintelligent people who have since ruined the restaurant and its legacy. Moment of silence for the restaurant. Moment of silence for all the hours Chloe and I spent there practicing for my quinceañera. Yes, guys. I am Latinx. I am a Hispanic individual and I did have a quinceañera. And my surprise dance was actually practiced at her restaurant. In her banquet room. Indeed. It was fun while it lasted. Rest in peace restaurant. And now she is starting a new business. Yes. She sells She sells soaps and lotions or not lotions. Body butters. Oh, I guess lotions too. Solid lotions. Um, all kinds of soap. Face wash. Like, body wash. It's, like, the better version of Lush. Yes. Yes. Like, it makes between Lush and Bath and & Body Works, but better. But better, yes. Because she also has candles. Yes. But Shanified. Yes. Is, her name's Shannon. Shanified. Yes. <laughs> if you want to, check it out. It's also on Facebook. It's called Bubble Boutique Soapery. Yes. Anyways. So... What we're trying to say here is never give up on your dreams and always keep your head up. Exactly. And women, I know that this world is especially tough for us, but we are capable of many incredible things, including starting businesses, you know, getting involved in politics, becoming a teacher, becoming a doctor, anything that you want to be, you can be. Heck, if you even want to become a rapper, go ahead. Start a sand cloud, dude. Well, the beautiful thing here is that Shannon was able to uh, overcome so many of of her unseen barriers to become a successful businesswoman. And even though her business is just starting off, I can already tell it's going to be extremely successful. It is. She's opening a shop and it should be open by the end of November, hopefully. Oh my god, when Chloe was talking about her cute dogs and didn't let her finish. Chloe, what are your cute dogs? Oh, I thought you did. Oh, I have a long-haired German, sorry, a long-haired white German Shepherd and a Bernese Mountain Dog. I just want to tell you guys how much we love our audience and just know that we love and accept you and if you feel like you're alone in this world, you're not. We got your back. Honestly, bro. Yes. I'm here for you. I'm sending virtual hugs. Yes, our Instagrams will be in the description of this if, episode. If any of you guys want to DM us and yes, to want to talk. talk. I need someone to talk to. I'm down. Yes. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and bring a special guest into this. We actually weren't planning for this, but we thought, why not? I, why, I want to try and get feedback from other people and... So, we can get different perspectives on this podcast about different subjects, and what do they think about what we're learning in class. So, presenting Robert Kennedy. Oh, what are your thoughts about the game Among Us? Um, I don't know. I think Among Us is pretty cool. I think it's pretty interesting. There's been a lot of games that, like, are similar to Among Us, kind of in the deception kind of way, where you have to deceive your friends and... You know, kill them off one by one, but I think Among Us does it really well, And but I also think that it's going to die out really soon, because it's just kind of like Fall Guys, how it came in and then it came out, now no one's talking about Fall Guys and everyone's talking about Among Us, in about a month it's probably going to be a new game that everyone's talking about. Oh, and Robert, what are your thoughts about laziness, is it a real thing, or do people not do things because of Unseen Barriers? Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, sometimes people are, you know, you can describe somebody as motivated, and other times you can, like, describe people as lazy, you know, like, somebody who can't find the motivation to go do something, so I think, yeah, I think people can be lazy, and I think lazy is the thing. Anyways, moving on, uh, Chloe and I were actually, well, Chloe was Snapchatting a friend of hers, and she, in the Snap, we saw this one book, and Chloe mentioned that she knew it. And so then we started talking about childhood books that all, that pretty much anyone has read. And I mentioned A Bad Case of Stripes. And she was like, I've never read that book. And I was like, of course you have. Everyone's read it. She's like, nah. And I was like, bruh. I really haven't. And basically in the book, if I remember correctly, the cure was to eat lima beans or something like that. And she got, like, a really bad case of colorful stripes. What was that one with all the weird monsters? And it had really good illustrations, I remember that. I don't know, Chloe. The place where nobody goes or something like that. The place, no. Where the wild things go or something like that? Where the wild things are, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Well, the wi- wild things where that girl goes on the boat or was it a boy? I think it was a boy. And then they go and there's these monsters... Where the wild things are, yeah. Yes. Well, the, where the wild wait? Have you heard of the book No, David? Yes. Wait. What about um that one mouse? She was like a, a mouse, and a the books were always like pink, and she was a mouse. And then like it was a it was a book series. And if you give a mouse a cookie, that series. No. Okay, because I didn't remember she was. That. It was a female. I know that it's a, It was a mouse. Sounds fake. And she would go on adventures. Wait, did you ever read Animal Stilton? I don't think so because I have no idea what you just said. Animal Stilton? Goodnight, man. Did you ever read that? Nope. The Very Hungry Caterpillar. <gasps> Corduroy! Don't know what that is. You didn't read Corduroy? No. The Little Bear? That is sad. David was the OG Savage. Wait, did you ever read that one where this girl had like a pet dinosaur? Dinosaur? Did you read that one where this person had a giant red dog? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Clifford! That's, that's Clifford! What I thought of. Clifford you said that yes, that's exactly what I thought. Of you said that, but no. Did you ever read the Grim sisters? That sounds vaguely familiar, but I it's these it. two girls, Sabrina and something else, and they were related to the Grimm Brothers. The Grimm Brothers are the original writers of most fairy tales we know today. Disney pretty much took them and made them child-appropriate, but in reality, the original stories were very morbid, and they were read, written by the Grimm Brothers. And in this book series, the Grimm Sisters are... I think distant relatives to the grand brothers or something like that, and they're two siblings, and they go on these magical adventures, and it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good story. Did you ever read Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day? That sounds so familiar. I know I read it, but I don't remember what it's about at all. Like zero idea. But I know I read it. Wait, what about the the. Did you ever read those books that was like cat versus dogs or something like that? But there's these books that we had that were like. Do you ever read the Thirty Nine Clues books or something like that? They were called like Thirty Nine Clues. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I read it. They were like folk tales, kind of like Percy Jackson. What were they called? I I only I only read like halfway through the first Percy Jackson book. Book. I've never bothered to read more than that. I read Anne Frank's diary before it was even, like, an assignment. I read it, like, in third grade. It was in the library. And I thought it was a fiction story. And, like, I read most of it. (laughs) I was like, wow, what is the Holocaust? I was like, like, wow, that would have never happened in real life. Am I right? (laughs) There's no way. I can't find it now. But we had, like, this collection of a ton of different colored books that, like, had what... I, they must have been so old now that I think about it. But they're like about that big. I just realized people listening to this can't see what I'm showing. But it's like about f- 5 inches wide and 3 inches tall. 3 or 4 inches tall. And it would be like... One of them was magenta and one of them was red. That's all I remember. And it would have this like yellow cartoon on the front. And it would be like... One of the characters I remember was Peg from one of the stories. And it was, like, a learning how to read type of book where it would be, like, Peg is happy. No, I don't know what that is. Ooh, did you ever read Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Yes. Yes. I have the, I still have my old, um, where you write your own journal from it. (laughs) I thought it was so cool when I got that. I was, like, heck yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, you guys might, might be, like, wow, that is so unconnected. Why are we talking about this, like childhood books but it's like it's good to reminisce and think about these ancient times i mean this was like 10 years ago guys exactly i was six 10 years ago what the heck we're gonna be seniors soon ew don't say that (laughs) i don't want to be a senior wait wait. did anyone have battle of the books when you were in elementary school i was so i my team always won third graders could do it but they couldn't like actually compete i think I think that would have been the same. I don't know. I just remember fourth and fifth graders being able to participate and I got close to winning and then apparently like we didn't win. I don't know why because I'm pretty sure my group answered most of the questions and we just didn't win. I was so confused because literally I don't know. It was rigged. Fake news. Hashtag fake news. So, comment down below. No, actually, DM us what your favorite childhood book was. I'm yes. interested in knowing. Yes. And maybe we can cosplay as the characters for Halloween. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, let there me dress up. The <laughs> very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you, do you remember green eggs and ham? Yes. <laughs> well, I can be the green eggs so and you can be the ham. Okay. I can okay. be the little guy. Wait, I can be no David. <laughs> uh, he, he was, like, bald. He had, like, three. <laughs> I was say had three hairs sticking out. <laughs> Wasn't his nose, like, a triangle? Yeah. I, I thought his face was, a, like, just a circle. Yeah, it's a circle and his nose is, like, a oh, triangle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, a good question for Tower. Yes. What was your favorite childhood book? Oh, yeah, because times were different. You'll probably listen to this podcast, like, this has nothing to do with class. but It doesn't. I'm sorry, Chris, for being so off-topic, but we did put a disclaimer in here. And, well, this whole episode we're gonna go with is about mental blocks. Yeah, in reality, if you s- listen to this entire episode, you'll realize that this is a huge mental block. Like, instead of to- talking about the subject, which is very stressful and boring, because I have multiple assignments that I have to do about the article... Yes. we decide to talk about other things yes. in order to avoid that stress. And therefore, we procrastinate through a series of non-stressful th- subjects. Exactly. As we're both yawning. <sighs> oh. I'm like ready to fall asleep. And to be honest, we haven't even actually written our summaries. We started to, and we decided to just record instead. because I'll probably write it tomorrow morning. Same. Same. So, just one more time, I want to mention that Everyone's opinions, thoughts, and everything about each person is valid. And if you feel that something is interfering you from doing your work, just know that that thing is valid. If you're feeling sad or unmotivated or depressed or whatever it may be, you are valid and that is valid. Don't let people tell you otherwise because you're not alone in this Most people experience the same thing. If you're feeling stressed or having anxiety or or feel sad or anything like that, any kind of feeling that's blocking you from being able to do your work, take a walk or do some art if that's your thing. Listen to some music or make some music. Whatever you like to do. Or snuggle with your pets if you have any. Whatever you need to do. Listen to our podcast. Yes, listen to our podcast. You will enjoy them. We make jokes, especially this episode. And just know that we love you and we're here for you. Yes. DM us on Instagram if you need anything. Our ads are in the description. And yet again, thank you, Tower, for allowing us to do this for school. We we very much appreciate you. And this really serves as an outlet for us to express ourselves. So truly, thanks. Thank you, Chris. Anyways, Chloe, cue the outro music. Peace out, nobodies! That's our fan club, or that's what our fans are called. Peace out, nobodies!